Hello, International BTS Army. Welcome back to the podcast. And this is going to be a quick one because I'm afraid that if I talk very much, I might start to cough. I do have some kind of a something going on. And we know that in our countries all around the world, everybody is aware that there is a big bad bug. Actually, it's tiny and microscopic going around and threatening us and our loved ones and it's a serious thing so I am stuffy in my nose and I do have a cough Um, I've got some chest congestion I am on my way to a doctor's appointment right now and so I'll be in the car for a few minutes so I figured I may as well record just a little episode to talk to you briefly to tell you that I'm really enjoying Map of the Soul 7. I have a few favorite songs, although I like every every track on the album. I have a few favorites. I like, um, I like all of them. I don't know all of the lyric meanings yet. I haven't read the lyric translations. Um, the only translation I actually read was um, I read On and I read We Are Bulletproof the Eternal. Um, my five favorite songs on the album right now, uh, I'm just talking the part that does not include the tracks from Persona. Wow, it's really hot in my car. Just a second. Um, so, um, if we're counting Persona, I absolutely love Microcosmos and Dionysus. Um, I have not heard Jamais Vu or Home yet. I love Boy With Love, that's probably the song that brought me into the fandom. Um, but if we're not going from the songs on Persona, I love Shadow, I love My Time, I love Louder Than Bombs, I love Inner Child, I love Zero O'Clock, and I love We Are Bulletproof the Eternal. So those are my favorites right now. And there are no songs that are automatic skips for me. However, when I'm going through a playlist, Sometimes I will skip some depending on my mood because it's not that I don't like them, but it's that I want to hear other ones more because um, they're making me feel something or they're comforting or they give me just kind of a different feeling. So, um, like I said, I really love In Your Child. I actually, it's very hard for me to get through that song listening to it one time without crying. And um, it's always the part in the bridge where he says, my boy, my boy, my boy. That part really gets to me. Um, It's so touching and such a beautiful song. I'm sorry for my voice. Um, I'm just not feeling good. But I'm not going anywhere these days. Um, Trying to make sure that I don't get anyone sick by coughing or sneezing or whatever. And also trying to make sure that I don't get myself sicker because I do have severe asthma and I hear that this disease when people are actually losing their lives from it is because it's going in and uh, attacking their lungs and they can't survive when they're weak already or when their immune system is so down or they have pre-existing conditions and so since I do have a pre-existing condition of severe asthma as well as an autoimmune disease 
called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I don't want to take any risks, and I'm, the only place I'm going when I'm actually out and about is to the doctor, which I know can also be dangerous because there are other sick people there, but, <clears throat> or to take my kids to or from school. So I'll stay in the car, I'll drop them off and things like that. Yesterday I needed to go get some food for my cats. I have two cats. One is shiny black with short hair and his name is Matthias Ravenpaw. He is such a cute cat. Um, we've had him for, it will be, so we just passed our fourth year since we adopted him from an animal shelter and he was about three or four months old when we adopted him. And the way that we came to actually uh, get to take him home with us was pretty special. But since I'm almost to my doctor's appointment, I'll save that story for another time. And then we have another cat called Pumpkin. And I like to joke that his name is Pumpkin Firepaw, but my son, who I got this kitty for, he does not agree that that's his name. So um, since he's my son's cat, I let him decide ultimately what his name is. So he just calls him Pumpkin. Of course, we have a whole bunch of nicknames for our cats. Uh, we have more than a dozen nicknames for each cat. But um, I needed to get cat food for them and cat litter. And I was really worried that whatever is coming with this virus, um, stores being cleaned out of their supply, we don't know how, how much of an impact the virus is going to have here. I'm in the Western United States but I think that it's very important for everyone to be prepared as much as possible. And if you don't have anything, um, I mean, I don't think it's too late for you to start preparing, but you really need to hurry. So if I can do anything valuable today, it is to encourage everyone who's listening to this. If you don't feel prepared for a major um, upset in your area or in the economy, or in your job or in your health or any of that kind of stuff please do something every single day to get prepared and please make a goal to um, let me get it to a song that I love uh, please make it your goal to do something every single day towards becoming um, feeling a sense of peace a sense of preparedness and I was told as a general guess, if people are trying to guess how soon the impact will be in the United States, um, we have maybe two weeks is what people are saying. I'm sorry for the bumps that I'm going over in this car. Um, but so for me, I only have a few gallons of water. I really want to encourage you guys to gather a water storage and not just a couple of bottles of drinking water but try to gather a water storage. And even if you live in a small place and you might have to be cramped for a while, please do whatever you can to gather a water supply and store it. So store things under your bed or in your closet or um, whatever you can do, you need to be prepared. And um, it's gonna be time for my appointment, so I will go ahead and do that and come back out and talk some more. Um, but I wanted to thank you if you did come and listen today to the podcast and I'm looking forward to talking with you guys some more about BTS, but also to try to be some kind of a help if I can be 
to um, encourage you to just get ready for whatever is coming your way. And um, we as humans, we have a chance to have a wake-up call sometimes um, with natural disasters, with illnesses, and with economy struggles. And so this is a chance for us to wake up as humans um, learn about being more healthy and learn how to be more aware of things and more prepared and take precautions. This episode is recorded using Anchor, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like me, you might be looking for a platform to create a podcast, but just not know what there is available. And Anchor, let me tell you, is free. There are creation tools within the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you, so you can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And that's really awesome because it can take a while to build a following. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is capital A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Happy podcasting. Okay, so I'm back and at my appointment, they didn't peg me for being super, super obvious as a candidate for someone who may have the coronavirus, so they didn't seem super worried about me in that way, and they didn't send me off to get a testing kit. Even though I do have severe asthma, even though my oxygen is low, I have pain in my chest, I have pain when I cough, um, it's not really pain in my throat when I cough, it's just pain in my whole upper body, um, because it's making me work so hard to cough. But, they prescribed me some medicine. Now I'm on the way to pick up my son, who's been waiting for me at his school for a long time. And I also, um, let me make sure, hold on. I don't want this to be too loud. I was listening to BTS, listening to Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Um, I was talking about preparedness, and to go along with that... Um, if you guys caught our Nam June's V Live a couple nights back, he was talking about how sad it would be if, um, depending on how things go and how much they miss us, and I didn't get to watch the whole thing, so I actually need to watch and catch up on that because I was waiting for the English subtitles. I, I watched most of it when, when he was live, but, um... I need to go back and watch it with the subtitles. And I think I think we know that we're going to keep supporting them no matter what. And it, there are going to be a lot of us who are disappointed if part of the tour or all of the tour gets canceled. I don't want to spread any rumors around. But I know that they were coming to California first. California is uh, the closest concert to me is about 10 or 11 hours drive and um, that is where they actually have a few people in that county who have tested positive for the coronavirus about two or three weeks ago maybe 
two weeks ago maybe? Was it even that long ago? Because I'm not sure it was even in the U.S. first until maybe a week ago. Anyway, I might get it wrong. Sorry. I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong. But so um, some of the first cases, that's what it was. Okay, so a week ago from Sunday, we had our first death in, in the United States. But there were cases in the U.S. before that. And in Santa Clara, where the concert is going to be, that's the closest one to me. If I were to drive 10 or 11 hours, I believe it is. Um, they had cases there, uh, a few cases there. And I believe that the sports in that area were talking about canceling and in large gatherings and things. I heard, which I don't know if it's true, I haven't looked it up yet, but I heard that Madonna canceled part of her tour and that the Rolling Stones canceled their tour. And um, I just want, I, I am sincere when I say I want everyone to be safe. All over Twitter, people are nagging at each other and being rude and saying, there's no way you just want everyone to be safe. You're mad because you might not get a chance to see BTS even though you bought tickets. We don't need that kind of talk, you guys. We don't need to be treating humans that way. Um, uh, I just have to keep talking um, while I'm driving. I'm sorry that I can't do this from home. But once I get home, it's going to be... I'm going to take my medicine and rest. So, <laughs> if you're still here and you're keeping me company while I'm sounding like this, while I'm sick and stuffy and things like that, bless your heart. Thank you for being here with me. Um, right now I'm listening to a mix of my son's favorite BTS songs and we don't have any copies of Map of the Soul 7. So this is just a mix that my son made um, off of iTunes and my favorite solo, my favorite BTS solo is coming up after this one. And um, so anyway, let's see if I even can remember what I was telling you. Oh yeah, I was talking about the concert. So in the Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California, that's the first BTS concert of this tour in the United States, I think. Because that's the first weekend that is following the two weekends of Seoul concerts that got canceled a few weeks ago. So, one, I want to talk about the Seoul Armies for a minute. If you're from Seoul, if you are a Seoul Army, if you were planning on going to the Seoul concerts, um, can I just say, I heard some good things about you guys. And what I heard was that at least 425 or 450 armies who received their ticket refunds for tickets for those concerts immediately went ahead and turned around and put that money, <coughs> excuse me, put that money into a fund to help the to help the, um, the the people of Korea who already were sick with the coronavirus and um, I just think just you guys I think that is amazing of you that you did that so if you're listening to my podcast and if you speak English and you're understanding me I just want to give you a pat on the back virtually um, give you a hug with my words with my heart Thank you so much for setting that amazing example of kindness, generosity about your money, because it's not easy for some of us to earn money. So 
if it was hard for you to earn that money because you worked hard and you earned it and you deserve it and that money was going to go towards taking you to see BTS and you went ahead and got your refund and then turned around and instead of buying it buying something else for yourself or even saving up for another chance to see BTS you went ahead and okay this is going to make me cry a little bit but you went ahead and you put your funds towards the health and care and well-being of of other people instead and I really admire you for that I'm not sure that I would have thought to do that I'm not sure that the the idea would have come to me hopefully if someone was doing something like that that <coughs> here and if I heard about it hopefully I would be able to try to put some resources as well into that type of donation fund but I really appreciate you guys for setting the example of kindness and of love and um, unselfishness and humanity because because of you somebody's going to be able to get some medical attention so thank you I thank you so much and I believe that it's your love for BTS and how BTS has impacted your life plus you being a good person who has inspired you to do that so thank you very much and bless you and I hope that you will also be given the kindness and blessings in return for what you've done for someone else and uh, you've, you've humbled me and you've touched my heart and I really appreciate you for doing that way over in South Korea so thank you Korean armies and then um I just want everybody to stop being so rude to other people when when people say I really just want BTS to be safe I want their families to be safe I want their loved ones to be safe their staff their team their company I want I believe that and when people say it um don't give them a hard time don't say oh no you really wish that you could go to the concert and you're really mad that you spent all that money and you're scared that you might not be able to see them after all don't please don't give someone a hard time because we deserve to feel how we feel we deserve to feel the disappointment and the the fear that we feel and the nervousness and the um the letdown and it's not right of us to use our energy and our hearts and our minds and our words to go ahead and give someone else a hard time just because they are saying they are disappointed if the if their concert gets canceled and also if they're saying that they'll be at peace and they'll be all right if the concert gets canceled because they just want everyone to be safe and healthy okay everybody i'm going to try to finish this up and i'm trying really hard to just do about three main segments of the podcast so I don't have to do any editing. So if I cough, please, um, hopefully it doesn't bug you too much. Um, I'm probably not going to cough a lot. I am actually having a lot more energy today, so I'm very happy about that. And when I went to the doctor yesterday, they called it to the wrong pharmacy. So every time I, yeah, that was yesterday, by the way, in those, in the other segments of this podcast, I recorded those yesterday. But the doctor, the doctor's office called my prescription into the wrong pharmacy, even though I already told them the correct pharmacy. It still went to a pharmacy that I have not used for a long time. I guess I must have had them call something in there once, and they, for some reason, still had that in their system. 
but I've been going there for a really long time and having my medication sent to another pharmacy for a very long time. So we just need to be patient when things like that happen. There's no reason to get upset or start blaming people because everybody is human, right? And so we make human mistakes and not everyone is perfect. And let me tell you, the doctors, so the, the medical clinic was overwhelmed with people. They were sanitizing the counters and the chairs, the couches, the doors over and over again just while I was waiting. And I think I waited about 20 minutes only. Um, I'm actually going to try to stop into a small store and I've got my mask that I'm going to be wearing and I think, I can't remember what I've heard, but if you're sick then it protects protects others a little bit, but if it, if you're sick and you're wearing a mask, it doesn't protect you, or is that the other way around? I cannot remember. I heard something about how it only protects either you or the other people if you're sick. can't remember. Maybe if it was, if you're sick, then it protects you, but if you're not sick, then it doesn't do any good. I don't know. I don't know what I heard, but there's so many different things. So, uh um, I just want to finish up, but I was going to talk about water supply and being prepared. So someone gave me an idea and I had never thought to do this before, but I'm glad they gave me this idea, um, is that she used to live on the East coast of the United States and they had a hurricane warning and so they were, someone, I guess, encouraged her, they, they were encouraging everyone to fill up their washers. So after doing all of their laundry, knowing that the hurricane was coming, they did all of their laundry and they put it away and tried to be careful not to change their clothes too many times to create a new dirty batch of laundry all over the house, right? Um, try to ration and save and try to be careful. Um, I mean, you can't help it if you need to change your clothes, change your clothes, but... You know, don't try to change your outfit three or four times a day or whatever, and then just throw everything that you wore for a couple hours into the laundry again. But you know what I mean? Like, just let's just try to be smart and be a little bit conservative when it comes to our resources. But after you've done your laundry, knowing that something is coming, um, you should take out a couple items of laundry, a couple of clean clothing items, and put them in a backpack as your emergency kit. So that if someone said you need to evacuate, you can take that backpack and go. If someone said, um, like if someone started looting and like the apartment complex where you live wasn't safe anymore or something like that, you could grab that backpack that has a change of clothes in it and you could go. Um, the parking lot where I am coming to is pretty crowded, but that's kind of normal for this store. It's a small, uh, healthy market, like for organic foods and things, but I just want to come here and get a little bit of protein powder because I like to put protein powder in smoothies, and it's a good way to get a lot of protein when you don't have meat, and it's also a good way to get protein and amino acids when you want something that's shelf-stable. So I'm going to look for the protein. It's called whey protein. If you're not against dairy, it's, it's definitely, it's a dairy-based protein. And it's the more expensive one. It's called whey protein isolate or something like that. So I'm hoping to get some of that. And then if they do have a little bit of chicken or beef on sale, I'm hoping I can find some. 
but I'm not going to try too hard to get very many items. So what I was saying about the laundry situation and the emergency pack, um, what you'd want to put into this backpack is um, some bottled water, some snacks that don't need to be cooked, um, a flashlight, uh, something bright colored, like if you were to get trapped somewhere and you need someone to notice the bright color, um, and then any type of plastic that you could put on yourself if it's raining and you don't want to get wet, like if you don't want to get hypothermia or something like that. And then if there's any way to fit anything like a, a small neck pillow or a little bed roll or something in that backpack and a change of clothes and then some type of, um, personal toiletries, like a toothbrush, like a little travel toothbrush, some toothpaste, um, and any medicines that you might need. Um, anyway, so after you've done your laundry and after you've made your backpack emergency kit, and you should have enough in that kit to last you about 72 hours. I was raised on this, and so it's kind of been something that I've known my whole life, but I think that it's important for other people who haven't maybe thought of this yet to go ahead and try to make something like this as soon as you can. And um, some things that go well for snacks that don't need to be cooked are nuts if you're not allergic to nuts. And um, let me think. Nuts, crackers, pretzels, uh, little applesauce cups, little fruit cups, you know, the kind that don't need to be refrigerated, that you'll use up in one time, like you can open one and eat the whole thing right then. Um, <clears throat> little jello things, I guess that's not really um, very healthy as far as if you had a better choice, but jello or pudding, if you had to, that's shelf stable, you could use those. And then little juice boxes that don't need to be refrigerated or even little milk containers that don't need to be refrigerated. So if you had to drink those, you could still drink them. They would still taste good even though they wouldn't be chilled first necessarily. If you had to like spend the night at someone's church or if you had to spend the night in a school or in a hotel or even in your car or at someone else's house, you would have all that stuff already. And then if you needed to have some kind of toilet wipes or whatever, and then gloves or hand wipes, um, band-aids, things like that. And then possibly a little container of laundry soap might be helpful. And so after you've made this kit, talking back, going back to the talk about filling your washer with water, you can fill your washer with water and then leave it there cover it obviously keep the lid on and then even if you're not going to drink that water because you don't want to I mean you could if you had to you could boil that water and drink it or you could boil it and try to wash your hair in it or something like that but you're at least going to need water to flush your toilets right so I would take an empty milk jug rinse it out wash it out cut the top off just a little bit so that it's a little bit wider than what the cap is you know what I mean so that you can use it as a scooper and then you can uh, dip into your washer and use that water to flush your toilets if your water supply gets shut off. So that's one idea that someone had told me about this week. And if these things seem really daunting, if it seems annoying or scary to do, and I mean, let's just turn on BTS music and let the boys help you through it and let them help 
let them help you by giving you support, giving you encouragement. You can do these tasks while you while you are listening to BTS, and maybe just do one or two tasks a day, having the goal in mind of I need to be ready in the next two weeks um, for anything that might come my way. And some areas already need to be more prepared than other areas. But if you're in the U.S., not every place is shut down yet. There are still some schools in session today. There are a lot of stores still in business, and not everyone has been told to work from home. Not every large gathering has been canceled. Um, our governor has put us on a soft shutdown, and that we're in Utah, in that's where I am, in the mountains, in the western mountains of the United States, and where our state is on a soft uh, soft shutdown starting Monday, March 16th, where they suggest, but they don't discourage every single large group, but any gathering over 100 people, it is suggested to cancel those or postpone them. And this also is a major headquarters for my faith and for there are a lot of church gatherings and things here. We have a major one coming up worldwide that happens twice a year. They are not canceling that, but they are not allowing anyone to physically go to the center to actually listen to it, other than the speakers and the musicians. And so um, we will be taking part in that by online and satellite and other things. Anyway, so I think it's really important that even if we're afraid and we don't know the future, we can continue finding some kind of enjoyment in life, hopefully, don't lose all your faith. Don't lose all your courage. Don't lose your hope. Listen to BTS. Continue taking them with you while you're doing your errands, while you're doing your waiting in line. If you have earbuds or what are those things called? AirPods. Listen to BTS while you're waiting in line, while you're hoping to get a couple packages of toilet paper or a gallon of milk for your family or a bag of rice. Listen to them while you're going about your house, doing your chores, putting together your backpack full of your 72 hours kit um, and continue. Don't, don't let your life just stop because things are scary for some of us or for a lot of us. Don't let your life just stop and suddenly be full of terror and don't feel like you've been given a, a death sentence. Don't feel like your life is over. Even if you have health concerns, just like I told you I do, don't feel like your life is over because my life is not over. I I wasn't even um, gathered and sent somewhere to be tested for the coronavirus yesterday, even though I came in very sick with my oxygen being very low. And so um, just I'm just saying have hope. Please have hope for yourself and for your loved ones, even though you may or they may have pre-existing medical conditions or they might be more fragile, please don't give up hope. And even if they do get the virus, even if they do get the sickness, not every single person is dying from it. So please don't think that you have no chance. Please don't think that you can't fight because it's important and valuable and worth fighting for. So... Um, I wanted to say a belated birthday publicly to Min Yoongi, our beloved Suga, and he is my bias. He is very important, very special to me, so I definitely did try to celebrate his birthday on Monday. I was going to go to lunch with a friend um, in celebration of his birthday, but I was so sick I couldn't go, 
And so all I pretty much did was I watched his live, I watched some of his videos, I watched BTS, and that was pretty much all I did. I wrote his name on both of my calendars in the house. Both of my calendars <laughs> happen to be cat calendars and kitten calendars. Um, I I can see, I, at first I wasn't sure what people meant when they were calling him their little meow meow, precious little meow meow, and calling him a cat and a kitten, all these memes about cats and stuff, but now I can see it after... After a couple months of um, really being on Twitter, I can now see what people are talking about. The one that it's taken me longer to get used to is when people call him sweater paws. I'm not so sure about the paws. I understand why they are saying sweater, but I'm not so sure about the paws. So, but I think it's funny. And then today, while I was getting ready for my day, and uh, I was doing my skincare. By the way, I should talk about skincare sometime because we all know that they have beautiful skin. And um, my skin is not something that I started taking care of until much, much later in my life. And quite recently, actually, I think I've only been taking care of my skin for about two years, maybe two and a half years. And I'm really regretful about that, but I figured it's not too late. I can at least do some good and try to keep some of my youthful glow and my youthful look, hopefully, and hopefully age more gracefully. But um, as I was doing my skincare today, I ended up watching the Bangtan TV um, video that was released about three days ago. And so it was released around March 9th or 10th. And today's March 13th, by the way. Um, the, the interview in seven seconds. So it's on the set of the official on MV where they're out in the wilderness, they're out in the field, whatever, with the mountains and stuff behind them, and they're sitting in those really high chairs that are high off the ground. They're in their period costumes for the the film that they made, the, for the MV that they made. And Jungkook has the bloody makeup on his hands, so he's been really careful not to smear the makeup or mess with the makeup on his hands. And he's just sitting there, like, squinting into the sun. Uh, that was the only part that bothered me about the whole video, was that he was squinting into the sun to make his part. Um, and I felt like I, I wish they would have turned his chair a little bit so that they would have had to film him straight on and he could have had a little bit of relief on his eyes. Um, because I think that it's important to not have to squint into the sun for one reason, going back to skincare, is it's not really good for your skin to be scrunched up like that when you're squinting. So as often as you can, um, you should wear some good sunglasses if you have them and or turn your body so that you're not squinting into the sun as often as you can. But he was the only one who was faced that way. And then it looked like Yoongi, he was in front of a building maybe the building that he had filmed inside with all those children and the candles. Um, he looked like they had maybe caught his parts of the interview last because his were mostly in the dark. And then um, with Jin, it looked like it was either earlier morning light or the sun was maybe setting, but not, not down fully. And then Jimin was more in bright light, not super bright light. And then Namjoon was in kind of a bright light. Hobie was in pretty bright light. Um, Jungkook was in the brightest light, so I'm guessing they did his in the middle of the day or just uh, a little bit after lunchtime, filming him, and did I miss anybody? Hopefully I didn't. I don't think I did. Anyway, so, but it's it was weird, just when they said, show us your charm for seven seconds, Jungkook just kind of fidgeted in his seat and just kind of, 
tapped on the arms of the chair that he was sitting on, and then the seven seconds were up, and he said, it would be hilarious if that's what you used for the vi the interview, starts laughing. Um, J-Hope goes, um, my whole being is charm. I, I'm just a charming person, and he just sat there looking cool. Um, Jimin's like, I've been charming this whole time, I've been cute this whole time. Kind of like, he doesn't need to do anything new. And then V, he just kind of sat there, um, like he kind of cocked his head a little bit to the side, very slightly, very subtly, and then just kind of didn't really do anything special out of the norm. Uh, Yoongi, he said something, or the caption, the English caption, caption said, stoic charm. And I don't know what is wrong with me, but I was in my feelings in that moment, and I started getting teary-eyed when I saw him. And I was like, yeah, if I ever question that he's my bias. <laughs> it's so silly because every single time I question it, I just see him again and I know. I just know that he is and there's something... There's something about him. Maybe it's his heart. Maybe it's his mind. Maybe it's his spirit. I don't know what it is, but I think like there's strings from the heart that go and attach to another heart. And I think that's what I've done is something in my heart has pulled the strings and, and it, you know what I mean? Like his heart has called to me and I latched onto him as my bias. And I'm not sitting here going, wow, he's the handsomest one. He's the most gorgeous one or anything like that. I do think he's handsome. I do think he's cute. I think there are times when I'm like, wow, his beauty takes my breath away, but he doesn't take my breath away as in my other celebrity crush has been a guy who is very quite different in looks and style and personality from Suga. And uh, I'll tell you who it is. It's Ben Barnes. Do you know him? He is a British actor and he's also quite musical. I think he plays the guitar and the banjo or maybe just the guitar and the <laughs> and the piano and he sings. So if you follow Ben Barnes on Instagram, you'll get some good little mini concerts because he will do some really nice music that on there sometimes. But he's an actor. I haven't not seen him in a whole bunch of his works. I've seen him in Narnia. That's where I first found him because he played Prince Caspian in Narnia. And he also was in The Seventh Son. He played Tom. He was also in Westworld. I forgot the name of his character in Westworld. Logan, I think? I don't know. But I never watched that, so I can't really recommend Westworld one way or another. He's also in The Punisher. I forgot the name of his character there, but I don't have Netflix or HBO, so I don't watch that. Um, and if I look on YouTube, I see way too many recaps and spoilers about Westworld, so I just haven't tried to watch any content of Westworld on YouTube, pretty much. But speaking of Netflix, I don't, I don't have Netflix either, but I really wanted to watch Itaewon Class. I've been wanting to watch that ever since I first heard about it. Was it in December when V was doing a live? He was talking about a webtoon was going to be made in film or something. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's awesome. And then I heard that uh, Dogbird, we call him Dogbird, my boys and I, because we watched Hwarong, and we love Dogbird. But yes, Park Sojun is the main character, uh, the main male lead. And I was really hoping that I could watch that. And then when I heard that Young's OST was coming out today, I was feeling like, oh man, I really, really want to hear that song, and I really want to support him, and I really want to see it in the context within the 
the the series, the K drama, whatever it is. I really want to see it within the context that it is, and um, not just hear it as a song either. But what I am going to do when I get home is I'm going to listen to the song without the lyrics, just so that I can pay attention to how I feel, how it sounds, how I feel, and then I'm going to listen to it with the lyrics, and then I'm going to try to watch it in the actual, um, like, in the three or four minutes, however long it is, watching Park Sojun on screen and whoever else are in the actors in the drama. And so I'm hoping to get a lot of uh, different listens and feels and w- out of it today. And I really want to support Tay for... Um, writing a song. I'm sure it's beautiful. It's called Sweet Night. I'm sure most of you listening already know that, but if you haven't known, because you're not active on Twitter or something, go ahead and look for it and watch it, and I know you won't be disappointed. I'm sure it's beautiful. I'm sure I'm going to feel some wonderful kind of way. So I guess I'm just going to go into this store, but I'm really proud of myself and happy that my body is getting on the mend, that I have not been coughing or sneezing. So I'm really happy about that. I don't have a lot else I want to ramble about, but I have plenty to talk about BTS. And I wanted to talk talk more about mental health and emotional health in regards to BTS instead of this just being like a updating news type of podcast about what's BTS up to now, or even, or even telling my thoughts. I got cut off. So let me just give the conclusion here by telling you that my upcoming episodes, hopefully I will be able to touch more on mental health and emotional health, not coming from the point of an expert, but from a pers- uh, from the place of somebody who really got into BTS because of mental and emotional health needs, because of mental and emotional, um, because of my needs that I I found that we're being fulfilled by listening to BTS and by watching their content. So I'm hoping to be able to talk more about that in future episodes and talk more about just things that have affected me differently, but I don't want to make this podcast all about that either. And interestingly enough, if I mentioned before that one of my sons, I have two boys, one of my sons was diagnosed with autism two years ago. And actually, more recently, is a possibility that if he if he actually does have autism, that it, it might be very mild. So um, his his diagnosis did not get changed or canceled. But it's just very interesting because I live with a boy, a teenager, who can be very confusing sometimes. And it's not just teenage hormones, and it's not just you know, the way that some teenagers behave, including the way that some of us have had behaved when we were teenagers. It's like there's so many different quirks that I can't see an explanation for. And so if he does not have autism, I don't know what, I don't know what it is that makes him so, um, challenging to understand and to communicate with sometimes. Um, and it's not, it's not kind of what you might even be thinking as just, um, maybe sometimes we think that teenagers are lazy or selfish or unmotivated or things like that. It's way beyond that. It's more the way he thinks and things that he thinks are okay and things that he thinks are not okay, where I would sit there and be like, how, how in the world can 
you not understand why that would hurt a person's feelings? Or how in the world do you not understand why that's not okay? Or how is this particular thing offending you when all I did was try to like give you food or like just different things? It's just weird how different quirks that he has and different things that set him off. And, um, so I, I've just kind of tried to understand him more. I'm trying to understand myself more. And now my younger teenager just barely turned a teenager and he's becoming more emotional. He's more moody. He's ups and downs. He gets irritable a lot. Um, so BTS is really helping me out <laughs> in my, in my everyday life. And, we all need help. I think no one can get through life without help. So let me just finish out by telling you guys, I really appreciate you for coming here. If you listened all the way through, then hopefully you gained something that gave you either some encouragement or help or a new idea just in this whole feeling like our world is getting turned upside down and stirred up right now. Um, I, as I've been sitting here finishing talking with you guys, I've been sitting in the parking lot at this market and the parking lot is packed. Nobody looks like they're in a huge rush. Um, I did hear that people were pulling things out of other people's carts in California. I did hear that there was looting in San Francisco and that's really sad and scary. Um, but I don't see anyone looking like terrified and devastated here. So I'm glad that this is the one store that I'm choosing to go in. Like I said, I don't feel the greatest and I don't want to get anyone else sick. So I'm just going to pop in and try to look in one or two sections and hopefully the lines aren't too long so I can leave right after that. But again, thank you for coming here and please encourage other people to be prepared and to also find some peace and to be calm because if we do one thing every single day to try to improve our circumstances, even if we don't have a lot of money or resources, just try. Oh, and another good thing is, so if you don't have a lot, but you know someone who does have a lot and you know that they're a sharing and generous person, try to attach your loyalties to each other. You know what I mean? Like kind of having allies or kind of having your, your circle or your people or your tribe or your community so that if you don't know where you're going to get all the emergency supplies that you need from, that you might be able to be included in somebody else's watching over you and they're going to share their things with you. Um, I know that's what, that's kind of, it's, un, what is the word I'm trying to say? It's like, it's a no brainer. It's, it's common in many areas. Um, my friend is from Vietnam and she said that people over there are sharing all the time and, um, always wanting to give each other food and, always wanting to encourage each other and help with each other's children and all that kind of stuff. Um, we're not like that here. You have to, like, not everyone wants to just do a favor for someone else. Not everyone wants to just wrap their arms around a person, e even figuratively, to um, embrace them figuratively by saying, here, I have something. Can I give it to you? Um, people, usually, if you get something for nothing, um, you think, okay, there must be a catch. Or you think, oh, well, I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. Like sometimes people are just generous. Sometimes people just want to share. It's nice if you want to return the kindness or pay it forward. It's nice if you want to think, oh, let me pay you back. But at the same time, when someone is genuinely trying to help you and give to you, it's very good to be able to allow your mind and your heart to graciously say thank you so much. 
Thank you for looking out for me. Thank you for um, not forgetting that I'm here. And so let's make sure that we are a person who can check on another person. Check on another uh, family. Check on, like, if there's a an older couple and one of them is in a wheelchair and the other one's using a cane, but they're still living independently, go ahead and check on them. And, you know, just just let them know that you're there in case something happens, in case they need something and they can't get it. Um, if your car still works and you still have the funds to go run errands, maybe offer to get errands for someone else done that can't do them for themselves. So I guess just look for opportunities if you can to help someone else. And if you can't help anyone and you're the one who needs help, look for people who seem to be trusting, I mean trustworthy, and try to kind of ally yourselves with them. Is that the right word? Ally? Align yourselves? What's the word? Like uh, be, become an ally with them. Because in times when we're in devastation, the separation of classes and different levels of what we feel like in society that separate us from one another don't seem to matter anymore. And people are just people and everyone needs to survive and everyone needs water and food and shelter and clothing and hygiene and everyone needs to be warm and dry and clean. And so I just encourage you to not discriminate and thank you again for coming to Begin the Search podcast, and everybody take care. I'll talk to you soon.